0: You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit truegreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed.
1: Chaos coast to coast. The battle for the streets. They're even manning the barricades. Then the COVID-19 symptoms that won't go away. <coughs> Months later, they're all still suffering. And the honest obituary movement.
2: Heartbroken family members lashing out at officials who they blame for their loved ones deaths.
3: I would like to know why this happened. And crackdown on bars ordered closed after crazy scenes like this.
4: And the nationwide appliance shortage.
1: You can't find a freezer anywhere. This family is sweltering. They can't get a new air conditioner for two weeks. It was
4: 90 degrees in our bedroom.
1: And Kim Kardashian breaks her silence. What she's saying after Kanye West's breakdown.
5: Is she trying to have her husband hospitalized on a 5150 psychiatric hold? Plus, what
1: were they thinking?
5: I can't get out. I
0: don't know how.
1: Mom and son trapped in a gator pit to find her purse and save the child. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville.
2: Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. More unrest on the streets of the United States as protesters continue to battle with both police and federal agents sent by the president to, in his words, bring back law and order. Coast to coast, things show no sign of quieting down. Les Trent begins our coverage.
6: Chaos once again on the streets of Portland as protesters fight pitched battles with federal agents. Hundreds stormed the federal courthouse and tried to barricade agents inside by wedging the doors shut with wooden boards. Federal officers in full battle gear forced the protesters back with tear gas and pepper spray. Could your people identify themselves so we don't feel like we're getting kidnapped? The role of those federal agents in military-style camouflage gear is causing an uproar. They are from several agencies under the umbrella of Homeland Security. Some of the agents wear insignia identifying them as police, but there are no badges or names. They wear coded identifiers that only law enforcement recognize, but not the general public. Other squads of federal agents are being mobilized in Chicago just a day after 15 people attending a funeral were wounded in a drive-by shooting. On Fox News, the violence ramped up calls for the feds to go in.
4: Now Let me make this as clear as I can make it tonight. It's open season on the citizens of Chicago. You have derelict mayors and Democrat streets, and children dying,
0: and it's unacceptable.
6: President Trump is denouncing the violence. Yesterday alone,
0: 23 people were shot in Chicago, including at least 15 who were shot in a merciless onslaught of gunfire outside of a funeral home. This bloodshed must end, this bloodshed will end.
6: Today in battle, Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot reportedly agreed to accept the influx of federal agents as long as they focused on gun violence and not protesters, as in Portland. And the coast to coast chaos continued in New York City. Before dawn, cops carrying riot shields stormed a park in front of City Hall that has been occupied by protesters for a month. The police came in, moved everybody out as quickly as they could, and now they're left with the aftermath and doing whatever they can to clean all of this up.
2: Turning now to the COVID-19 pandemic, the death toll continues to climb, and many grieving family members want to make sure that the deaths of their loved ones have meaning and that they're not just a number. So they're writing something that's called honest obituaries. Here's what that is.
3: It's an obituary unlike any you've ever seen. It pays loving tribute to Isabel Papadimitru, a respiratory therapist from Texas who died from COVID-19, but it's also brutally honest. Her undeserving death is due to the carelessness of the politicians who continue to hedge their bets on the lives of healthcare workers. I just wanted the governor to see that there are people behind the numbers. Um, you know, these numbers are being reported every day and I want him to see the emotions dubbed honest obituaries. They are popping up in newspapers across America. Kristen Urquiza, who lives in Phoenix, wrote one for her father, Mark, who succumbed to COVID-19. His death is due to the carelessness of the politicians refusal to acknowledge the severity of this crisis and inability and unwillingness to give clear and decisive direction on how to minimize risk Truth and honesty has resonated with people all across the country who feel just like me. Also calling for a reckoning today, Fox News meteorologist Janice Dean. Her husband's elderly parents, residents at nursing homes in New York, both died from COVID-19. 6,000
7: coronavirus
3: patients were put into nursing homes. We can't properly mourn if
7: we don't quite know what happened and how our government failed us.
0: For the first time since May, there were 1,000 deaths reported in a single day.
3: The numbers having taken a turn for the worse, acknowledged finally by the president.
0: It will probably, unfortunately, get worse before it gets better.
3: There are some bright spots. In New York City on Tuesday, zero confirmed deaths from COVID-19 were reported. That number may go up to one pending further tests. But the city is bracing for another potential outbreak due to crazy scenes like this one last weekend. This is the street in Queens, New York, where that huge crowd had gathered partying shoulder to shoulder. But it'll be quiet here tonight. The governor has made good on his threat to shut the party down. He's pulling the liquor licenses of all the bars he says were responsible. Actress Anna Camp, star of the pitch perfect movies, is revealing that she's recovering from COVID 19, which she says she got when she let her guard down just one time. I was incredibly safe. I wore a mask. I used hand sanitizer, she wrote on Instagram. One time when the world was starting to open up, I decided to forego wearing my mask in public. One time and I ended up getting it. I just
5: wanted to thank
0: you guys for all the work you're doing. And
3: singer Tim McGraw put a smile on the faces of our brave frontline health care workers with a surprise zoom concert just for them There is no more
2: deserving group. Another upsetting fact about COVID-19 is that many people still have symptoms weeks after they initially become ill but They're not alone. In fact, one woman has shared her challenges on Facebook and just may have started a movement in the process. Here's Megan Alexander. There are 80,000 of them,
7: people who can't shake COVID-19 symptoms even months later. Nurse Diana Barron started the Facebook support group Survivor Corps back in March. Since then, she's seen membership grow and grow.
2: Hi, how are you everybody?
7: It's great to see you all in person. We gathered 10 members of Survivor Corps. From the coughs, you can still hear how they continue to suffer.
3: Listening to other people's stories, it makes you feel heard. We are a community that actually
7: is able to help each other. They're in constant communication, sharing experiences. I got pneumonia again, so oh my goodness. There were other people going through the same thing, and I didn't feel as alone. Denise is a nurse. She's also a newlywed. I actually got married on March 30th, went to work that night, and then the next day I, start, I had a fever. Scott says the support group was a lifesaver, arranging plasma treatment that brought him back from the brink. Scott, are you saying that Diana and this online group
1: saved your life? Undoubtedly.
7: And they exchange guess. accounts of how they think they contracted the virus.
1: One of my family members was not as diligent in being careful, which is how we got exposed.
7: He promised me he wouldn't shake anybody's hands, that he wouldn't hug anybody. One side effect that several of them have is an eye opener. I'm losing my hair. I have hair loss as well, and I'm getting married in October. I'm like trying to poof
2: my hair up, and I'm like, I'll oh, forget it. It's not going to happen.
7: Unlike other Facebook groups, these folks are looking forward to the day when membership actually starts declining.
4: We're so looking forward
2: to being able to meet each other and hug each other one day. And there's new fallout from the pandemic, a shortage of large household appliances. Stephen Fabian reports with people spending more time at home, the demand for refrigerators and washing machines and other large appliances is booming and manufacturers are struggling to meet the demand.
4: What if your air conditioner dies in the middle of a heat wave and you find out you can't get a new one until next month because of a national shortage of large appliances? That's Uh, the grim reality for this couple.
0: And they're saying the equipment's on back order and they can't get out here till, you know, sometime in the first, second week of August. So we're looking 15 days probably in the worst heat wave. (laughs) Of the year.
4: Elizabeth so and Jason DeFrank, old friends of mine, are both working from home outside Philadelphia. And they're now dealing with brutal 90 degree weather with very little relief. You can see how hot their three year old son Colton is.
2: We are living with fans as close to our faces as we can and, you know,
4: just trying to bear it. How miserable has it been in your house since your air conditioning broke?
3: Absolutely
0: unbearable. More miserable than you could possibly imagine.
4: It's not just air conditioners, it's refrigerators, dishwashers, washer dryers, you name it, they're all in short supply. Experts say that's because many manufacturers have had to shut down during the COVID-19 crisis. If you want what you want, you're gonna be waiting a while. Rob Satron runs Royal Green Appliance in New York City. When do you see this problem being resolved?
6: I would say that we're looking at having um, Shortages probably through, I would say, the third quarter.
4: Rob has this tip if you need a new appliance.
6: I would encourage people to keep calling their, their retailers and the people that they do business with because product does come in, does come in, it is coming in, it's just, it's just slower than normal.
4: Elizabeth and Jason are just trying to see the funny side of the national
2: appliance shortage.
0: I'm worried about my marriage and my mental health.
2: The Association of Home Appliance Manufacturers says that the sale of large appliances rose six percent over this time last year. Kim Kardashian is speaking out today about the drama surrounding her husband, Kanye West. Her statement comes after West went on yet another Twitter rant in which, among other things, he claimed that he was trying to get a
5: divorce. Jim Array has more. Kim Kardashian is breaking her silence on Kanye West's public meltdown. As many of you know, Kanye has bipolar disorder. Anyone who has this or has a loved one in their life who does knows how incredibly complicated and painful it is to understand. The reality star writes on Instagram, Kim goes on to call Kanye a brilliant but complicated person who on top of the pressures of being an artist and a black man who experienced the painful loss of his mother and has to deal with the pressure and isolation that is heightened by his bipolar disorder. Kim's public statement of support comes after another bizarre tweet storm overnight in which Kanye declares, I've been trying to get divorced since Kim met with Meek at the Waldorf for prison reform, referring to a meeting she had with the rapper Meek Mill. Kanye also continued to insist that his wife's family was trying to have him committed. They tried to fly in with two doctors to 5150Me. What's a 5150? It's a California law under which a man or a woman can be involuntarily hospitalized for 72 hours if they appear to be experiencing a mental health crisis. Here at Cedars-Sinai Medical Center in Los Angeles, Britney Spears was held on a 5150 after her infamous meltdown in 2008.
1: Most of the time, anyone who's going in on that is in a crisis place and they need medication. So they'll be medicated and probably sedated for at least a day or two.
2: Approximately 2.3 million Americans do suffer from bipolar disorder. Now some heart-stopping video of a little boy and his mother who ended up in an alligator pit surrounded by dozens of hungry gators. And you won't believe when you hear why they went in.
4: This little boy is in serious danger after hopping into an alligator pit. He wanders around as dozens of gators swim just a few feet away. Other kids watch in horror. Don't do that,
0: you'll get eaten.
4: The wild scene happened at a wildlife park outside Minneapolis. So why did the boy enter the gator enclosure? He was reportedly following his mom in after she went to retrieve her pink clutch purse from the water. It's not clear how it ended up there. You can see the unidentified woman using a stick to poke the gators away. When that doesn't work, she makes her way to the other side and throws rocks to divert the beasts. They're swimming away so she can grab her wallet. The woman is able to scoop up her soaking wet purse and then quickly hightails it
2: out of there with her son. Talk about a close call. Don't do that,
3: you'll get eaten.
2: Wow, so lucky nobody was hurt. By the way, the wildlife park says they didn't even know about the incident until this video surfaced. We'll be back with more right after this.
1: Next, COVID-19 baby cluster. This little guy got coronavirus.
2: He came down with coronavirus about three weeks ago.
1: Now, 85 babies have tested positive in just one county. And actor Orlando Bloom, heartbroken over the death of his dog, Mighty, as his pregnant fiance, Katy Perry, tries to lift his spirits.
2: Wear a crop dog!
1: And save the child. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right
2: back. It should be a happy time for Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom. They're expecting their first baby, but they are dealing with the loss of a four-legged family member.
5: A devastated Orlando Bloom is showing off his new tattoo in honor of his dog, Mighty, who escaped from his yard last week. Orlando posted, Mighty's on the other side now. After seven days of searching from sunrise to sunset, we found his collar. I have wept more this week than I thought possible. Fiance Katy Perry is trying to lift his spirits by showing off her baby bump in a fun crop top. She says at first she wondered if the top was appropriate, then she went for it. Can
7: I wear that? I'm going to be a mom. I was yep. like, F- it. I can still be young and fun and wear a crop top.
2: Being a new mom is challenging in the best of circumstances, but coronavirus adds a new fear. And as Amber Cogliano reports, in one part of Texas, those fears are being realized as a shocking number of newborns have been diagnosed with COVID-19. <laughs>
3: Would you believe that this giggly little three-month-old tested positive for coronavirus? (coughs) Little Samuel is part of a disturbing spike in cases in Nueces County, Texas, where 85, yes, 85 babies have tested positive since March. 60 of those have been in the month of July alone. Were you shocked to hear that your three-month-old contracted the virus? Very much so. Definitely shocked. The county has the highest positivity rate in the state, perhaps in part because of an increase in summer beach tourism. Samuel might have contracted the virus from his grandmother, who tested positive shortly before he did. His older sister, Jillian, aged 10, also tested positive, say the parents, Benjamin and Ashley Carasales. Three months old. That's a scary age for something like that. Definitely. Yeah. It's just the unknown. You don't know how the virus is going to affect them.
2: Um, So that's probably the scary part is you just
3: don't know. Now we are faced with trying to protect our littlest ones who can't wear a mask from a virus that was once thought to target the elderly. These children, they haven't built up their immune systems yet. And so we need to take extra precautions with this age group. So if you have a stroller, you know, close the stroller up, put a blanket over it, use some type of protection without putting a mask on your baby, but also wear your mask. Infectious disease specialist Dr. William Schaffner says the numbers are troubling. It does surprise
1: me that so many infants are positive. That number of babies being positive requires further investigation.
2: Health experts say keep your new baby at home, and right now don't invite people over to meet your child. By the way, three-month-old Samuel has now completely recovered.
1: Still to come, save the child.
2: A boy and his toddler brother are lucky to be alive today after being trapped in a fire. Thanks to some good Samaritans, it did not end in disaster.
5: Heart-stopping drama as a child is dangled from a blazing apartment window. Then the do-or-die moment comes. The youngster falls safely into the arms of rescuers gathered three stories below. But the drama is not over. Look, there's another child in the apartment. Can this youngster be saved? You bet. Both children were unharmed in the rescue in France. Two of the Good Samaritans
2: suffered broken bones from helping to catch the children. When we come back, meet a new member of the Inside Edition team. And finally today, I'm delighted to introduce all of you to Mary Calvey, who joins Inside Edition as our new weekend anchor, and she'll fill in for me when I'm away. She comes to us from WCBS in New York, where she'll keep doing double duty. Mary, welcome.
3: Oh, It's so wonderful to be with you, Deborah. Thank you so much, and to join the incredible team here at Inside Edition, I am beyond thrilled. Well, we are
2: thrilled to have you. Of course, everybody in New York knows you, but not everybody knows you are also an author. Your book, Dear George, Dear Mary, is about George Washington's first love,
3: and it wasn't Martha. Before Martha, there was Mary, Deborah, and it was really thrilling to be able to find a hidden story about a young George Washington and his first love, one of the richest women in colonial America. Oh, wow. Wow. See, that's why
2: you're going to be perfect for us, because we always find the story just off the main story at Inside Edition, and this one is right up our alley. Mary, we are thrilled to welcome you to the team, and thank you so much for saying yes to the invitation.
3: Oh, thank you, Deborah.
2: And that is Inside Edition for today. I am Deborah Norville. Thank you for watching. Stay safe, and we'll see you again next time.
0: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music download the amazon music app today or you can listen ad free with wondery plus in apple podcasts before you go tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey how powerful is cox internet powerful enough to let your band members in vegas phoenix and rhode island jam like you're all in the same garage Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Download speeds up to 1 gigabit per second. Cox internet is connected to the premises via a coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply.